Mary is using hypnobirthing techniques, dim lights, and soothing music to stay relaxed and get through her labor. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to listen to is an experiment in sound. I must warn you, things are about to get extremely real. After four and a half hours, Mary has progressed to seven centimeters. The birthing tub is prepped. When a neighbor gives birth, it's good form to send a card. I'm David Ross. And I'm Daniel Bloom. Consider this our love letter to a beat undeniable as it is innate, Moombatone. This Saturday, June 1st, is a landmark moment for Moombatone. The walls at Velvet Lounge, Back Bar, and the 930 Club main room will all vibrate to the sonic idea hatched by Dave Nada and nurtured by our other guests today, Matt Nordstrom, Moonchi, and DJ Sabo. The track in the background is called Ill, a collaboration between Nadastrum and Skrillex. They were touring with Sonny Moore in Mexico, playing on ancient ruins when the Mayan calendar was supposed to end in 2012. We'll get stories from that tour, including fans chasing Sonny down the street like wild and a blessing from a shaman a little bit later. But for now, we'll begin our conversation with Matt and Dave. Sabo and Munchi will be here soon. Thanks so much for being with us, guys. Thanks a lot for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. We rolled up here at this club to interview you, and you guys were just straight up hanging out on the street, U Street, just trying to get in. Oh, we're just everyday folk, man. Yeah. We're just everyday folk. <laughs> just trying to get in the club, too. That's one reason why people, you know, root so hard for you. And, you know, you kind of have the whole DC community behind you. I know you guys are based in LA now, so you still keep this monthly going here in Washington, DC. Is that hard to do? Nuts kind of a pleasure because you know we get to come home once a month and see our friends and family and you know all our loved ones and you know we all get to gather around for one incredible night a month so it's 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 really awesome and it's great and you bring your friends in from out of town including Soul Selectors. DJ Sabo who What's walks up? into the room yeah. to our left that was very nice Bomba, bomba fiesta. I got, I got a freaky Rotterdam guy with me too. Hold on, let's get Munchi. Hold on, let's get Munchi, says DJ Sabo. Well, just to kind of elaborate on what Matt was saying, uh, you know, we, we get to do this once a month and... Yeah! Give my man a hug. Yeah, of course. No, no. We take a pause for the entrance of Moonchi into the room.
What's up, man? Welcome to DC. What's good, man? I'm Dan. Thank you very much for being here. In the city, on the show, whatever, man. We're just happy to have you in DC. <laughs> All right, so introduce yourself for the people who just came up in. Ah, uh, what? <laughs> oh, shit, what? So introduce yourself, bro. Oh, uh, my name is Rajiv Munchi, a.k.a. Rajiv Munch one of the most prolific and forward-thinking producers working today. A Dutchman with Dominican roots, he was a lover of reggaeton. I was always a reggaeton producer. But Munchi soon became disillusioned. And I was really disappointed in the genre because it, it became like more about you know money than, than the music itself. No one person was to blame for sapping reggaeton of its creative juice. One could argue that its repetitive formula precluded any staying power. But one afternoon, Dave Nada agreed to carry on a family tradition, DJing a party for a cousin and his friends who were skipping school. So far this semester, he has been absent nine times. Nine times. Nine times. I don't remember him being sick nine times. That's probably because he wasn't sick. He was skipping school. Wake up and smell the coffee, Mrs. Bueller. It's a fool's paradise. He is just leading you down the primrose path. Confronted with a house full of Latin kids and a crate full of house records, Dave got creative. He whipped out the hottest track of the moment. Afrojack's remix of Silvio Ecomo and Chucky's song, Moomba. And he slowed it down. Cut to Rotterdam in the Netherlands. Coming home after after being disappointed because like I didn't have money to go out on the computer at home and searching for music because that's what I like to do most because I'm a music nerd. So that's what I did and then I saw that shit and I was like, oh fuck, what the fuck is this shit? And then like, dude, like my mind was blown like it was never before. Like, like something comparable to that was when I first heard reggaeton. But this was even better because I was already like looking into like mixing house with reggaeton, but it never worked out. But sometimes things are so much in your face because I'm from Holland, right? <laughs> but I, I just, dude, I was listening to uh, to 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 uh, Mumba from from, um, from from fucking Afrojack, the remix that he did. And it never occurred to me, but but I knew that it was like the perfect, like you know, like bubbling, like but like oh man, so like then he did that shit, and I was like, dude, that's, that's genius. If you in DC, just this track became the centerpiece of Dave Nada's Mumbatone EP, released for free by TNA Records. 
so that then like when i heard that shit i was like so fucking inspired like i i, I immediately started to work on tracks and in the same night i made like five tracks or something and then I, I just put it up, I made it this cheap ass cover, I, I went on Google and then searched a picture of like Pere or something, you know, and I saw a girl and a dude who were like, ah, and then I just put like a font on that I found on the font, you know, yeah. listen up kids, uh, you know, like, you know, you have free fonts over there, so I'm like, okay, this was cool, and like, blah, blah, did it, bam. Was Sandungeo really the first song you made when you heard it? Yes, it is. That's crazy. And you still play that song. It's yeah. Of course, always shout out to Nibutu because Nibutu was the one that that, that uh, got to Dave, and he said like, "Yo, you gotta check out this shit," because he was like, really, if something Mumatong came out, he was like the first one to to know it, you know. Yeah. And then he he uh, contacted him, and then Dave contacted me, and I was like, "Oh shit." Because I knew I knew Dave from the the Baltimore shit. I knew Tidsworth from the Baltimore shit. I knew Aries from the Baltimore shit. So like, it was awesome. While she's underwater, the baby is receiving all her oxygen through the umbilical cord. The midwife holds the baby's head for the final push. What I was thinking about earlier is, you're like a physical manifestation of this music. Because you're, your family's from the Dominican, right? Oh uh, yeah. But you were raised in Holland. Yeah. So you have both of these types of music that went into creating Mumba Tone in you already. Well, yeah, and I'm a music nerd. And, and you're a music nerd. Ha terminado otro capítulo en mi vida. La mujer que amaba hoy se me fue. Esperando noche y día. Y no se decide a volver. So this was gonna work out for you, and the timing was just right. Definitely, definitely, I like. This is Madcap.
a love letter to Mumbatone. And we're speaking with producer extraordinaire Munchi. I was doing this like uh, monthly EPs, and then the EP for that month was going to be Kuduru. And I skipped that because I heard Dave's Mumbatone. But you did do a good Kuduru remix of our boy Steve Starks. Yes. Basically, I had the Kuduru promo, and then I skipped it for Mumbaton, and then later on I did the Kuduru promo, but I scrapped it and then made a new one, a new version of it. So like, uh, and, and when I got the the stems for the uh, for Gerem, I left it for a long time. I heard that that synth because that was why I was like I heard that synth in in, the, in that original song, and it reminded me of a track that I would do in the future. That was, uh, uh, um, you know, the you know, Afrojack Mumba has a sample in it in the, in the, in the build-up, and that is uh, uh, um, "Blow Your Speakers." That is a, a, a track from the Moon, and uh, that was a big bubbling hit by uh, Nuffy and, and and Chucky. of like history like goes into together and shit history 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 and story in other languages not english mean the same thing geschichte in german historia in italian historicheski in russian historia histoire in french in english this is not the case much to my regret history is indeed a drama in this story the supreme agents the actors the movers and shakers are real living human beings men and women I heard that sound in that Gidham song and I was like, oh shit, it's like kind of like a reverbed out type of sound in it. And I was like, oh, so inspired by it because Blow Your Speakers, the remix of Nafi and, and Chucky was like one of my favorite tracks. So it was because of that, that I could do that remix because I was like, oh shit, I was wanting to do something with that sound. Right. Let's do it. I, I so like, it. you know. <laughs> That's the Munchi Kuduro remix of Steve Starks' track, Get Em. Steve Starks was the first artist to release on Dia Bluma Sound, Nodestrom's nascent label. Here, Nodestrom talks about finding a label home themselves years ago at Dubsided, the imprint run by Switch, UK producer and co-founder of Major Laser. Here's Dave Nada. Dubsided is important for me and Matt. Switch was like the first producer we both really bonded on besides like like JD and and like other other producers but Switch at that time was making house records uh, that we felt was just totally 
kind of monkey wrenching the sound at the time. I felt like house music was kind of stagnant at that at time, but but Switch came through and his production was just insane. It was it was different and like he was bringing back a hip hop element to the whole like sound. So with that, like me and Matt kind of bonded on that, and then you know we started DJing together and we became friends, and then uh, and then actually you know eventually Switch got a hold of one of our records uh, that our friend Neoteric from Canada played for him and. And he wanted to. He wanted to sign. He called Matt, and Matt thought he was messing with him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he hit us up, and he's like, "Yo, I want to put your records out," and we've been with Dubsided ever since. We still do stuff with Dubsided. What I love is that I could say the statement in all seriousness that in 2009 you guys released Pussy, which was a landmark moment in your career. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that record. I mean, I don't know if like Dubsided is a pretty you know low key label. You know, it's you know they just put that record out and it just it did amazing. It went to B port number one. Oh, yeah. You know, we didn't push it at all, and you know, you know, we just kind of threw it out there, and it just you know it did well and then it, that that's totally what was like a breakthrough record for us because then that got us the opportunity to do more stuff with dubsided and start touring the day that it actually hit number one too was uh, the first time we ever played uh, 930 club which was like a huge like personal goal so like to have those two things happen like on the same day was was it that was a good day <laughs> it was a good day mm-hmm. nice um we we're talking about this being a family i know you're like engaged to a dj who you make tracks with matt's parents i've seen here before and your mom literally sells empanadas in the back of the room every yeah, month yeah she hustles man it's the real deal <laughs> macaroni and cheese empanada i mean she has expanded since uh you know the og recipe with like chicken and beef but, you know, like she wanted to test it out because she's like, oh, well, you know, kids were asking for vegan empanadas, vegetarian empanadas. So she's experimented. And I think also the comfort food side of it all, you got your mac and cheese. I think she's going to experiment on some breakfast type tough stuff pretty soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bacon egg and cheese, right? <laughs> I told her about it. She's like, yeah, I did that before. I was like, really? The bacon, egg and cheese? She's like, yeah. She I think I think one before I remember. I had one. It was yeah. bomb. <laughs> To be real about it, I mean, we, we kind of pride ourselves in that, like, Mumatone Massive, since the beginning, has always been kind of like a family affair, you know, whether it's like our direct family participating or us inviting friends from around the world, you know, and and it's dope to be in a position where we can do that and bring that to, to D.C. because I feel like D.C. appreciates it. Ready? Are you ready? And so, I mean, we're, we're just riding off the vibe, you know, so like, that's why we keep doing it every month. and. It's more of a more of a pleasure for us than anything else. Major props go to TNA Records for releasing Moomba Tone Forever. Here's Snake Juice by Jenton Johns and Nodestrom.
Please tell me about the Mothership tour. It was awesome. It was a two and a half month tour we did with Skrillex, 12 Planet, Foreign Beggars, Too Fresh. It was a it was a game changer for us. You know, it definitely it was a huge boost for not just Nodestrom fans, but like for Mumatone fans as well. He also took us in Mexico for the first time, and we got to play uh, uh, Monterrey, Guadalajara, Puebla, and Mexico City for the first time. It was just life changing, like for real. Like uh, it opened our eyes to not just you know to playing in front of crowds, but working with like an amazing team of people, like people that. You know, I, we've never felt that kind of camaraderie on the road with uh, with a, with another group before. Like it was really interesting to see how how well everyone in the Skrillex camp works, and and it's you know everyone kind of treated each other really well, and it was like that was kind of like an important thing. It was really inspiring. So if anything, that that has influenced me and Matt on how we approach you know not just music but working with others in the industry. Talk a little bit more about the scenery. Like you all were playing in like ancient ruins, weren't you? Uh, yeah, we did the December twenty first uh, end of the world show uh, in front of a Mayan temple in Puebla, which was pretty pretty mind boggling. Were you nervous the world was gonna end? Nah. <laughs> Even if it did, it was a cool way to go out. You know? <laughs> so, but it, it was amazing. We watched uh, Sonny get blessed by some uh, Mayan shamans. That were like it was really really intense. Like it was. They had like a ritual where they had a ceremony like around like 6 p.m. You know, they just had, I don't know, Matt, like, what was it? It was like they they were dressed up in costumes and... It was was very quick too because he was getting chased around like he was the Beatles and like, so, yeah. He was running down the street, like, the word got out and it was just insane. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty intense, and it was literally like 15 seconds. They had like a, a setup with like uh, like circles uh, made with like flowers and and stuff like that. And he, he, and yeah, like they yeah. basically did a blessing for him, and it was it was sick. <laughs> You're listening to the Madcap Moombatone Love Letter. And we're speaking with Nadestrom, Munchi, and DJ Sabo. Sabo is a mainstay of the Mumbatone Massive Parties and releases tropical-influenced music on his own label, Soul Selectors. Well, it started like 2006, just vinyl, bootlegs, and uh, I was always trying to just mix Latin with electronic and was I guess kind of doing reggaeton Latin-y remixes and cumbia stuff before there was a word for it um, and I'm still trying to do that I guess now that there's a word for it Tengo mi 
Dave, Soul Selectors has, has been a huge influence on Nadastrum and, and Mumato music. It was almost like a blueprint for when I started making working on the edits uh, for Mumbatone and because uh, I remember he had uh, a couple of tracks that were you know where he sampled really big uh, house records and then did a, like a flip a cumbia flip or 95 BPM reggaeton vibe out stuff and that that was like super inspirational I remember hearing those records and like telling Matt I'm like dude have you heard this you know I'm like this is crazy. well which is unheard of these days especially coming out of the states so right uh i heard you did like an amtrak mix for one of the early moomba parties i just uh, picture, had this great picture in my mind of you like well, yeah. just jamming out on the quiet car like yeah what? well like when i when we've i we first started doing the party i still lived in new york um so i would just take the train down or take the bus this time i was like balling enough that i took the train and uh Spent a whole other 20 bucks. Bang, <laughs> bang, killing it. See me. No, um, and then I used to always just try to like make new songs because these guys were pumping out songs like crazy. And I was like, man, fuck, I gotta like have something new to play because I can't play any of their shit. So I gotta have something new. So I would just make edits and do stuff on the train. So I made an edit on the train and I called it like the Amtrak edit. And then I think I played it and you were like, it was like a cumbia something and you were like what the fuck is this i was like i just made it on the train or something (laughs) (laughs) on the way down here that's the amtrak edit story Tone Massive Day is June 1st, with performances headlined by Nadastrum, David Heartbreak, and a slew of Moombatone All-Stars at Velvet Lounge, Back Bar, and 930 Club's main stage. For more information, visit madcapdc.org. What was the first show you ever saw at 930 Club? First show I ever saw at the 9:30 club was the Dead Milkman, and it was at the old 9:30 club, back on F Street. Boom! Um, I think I saw Medicine at the old 9:30 club. Medicine. We're uh, we're working on 
finishing up our debut album right now, and that's that's kind of the main focus. Where is that coming out? Diabluma Sound or somewhere uh, else? You, not sure. Yeah, not, yeah. yeah, new Nottis from album. Be on the lookout. <laughs> and we're excited about the label too. Yeah, yeah, we are too. I mean, it's we we put out a couple of EPs uh, last year, uh, but um, we kind of put it on the burner for now, just so we can focus on the album, and then uh, and then we'll be back up and running. These parties will continue. Uh, yeah, One I mean, that doesn't seem like there's any, you know, it, it, the future looks good. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to continue to push Mumbaton Massive, continue in D.C., and of course try to do it around the world. You know, we've, we've had great opportunities to do it, like in South America. We did one in Berlin, Barcelona, so sky's the limit. Just keep pushing it and see what we can do. is produced by Dan Bloom, David Ross, and Afim Shapiro. Mary and Dean's baby daughter Ashland is born. In seconds, she's brought to the surface. Water birth was everything she hoped it would be. MadcapDC.org on Facebook, Twitter, and the Stitcher app at MadcapDC. Madcap in stereo. Madcap.